Hello, <laughs> and uh, welcome to, well, it's a working terror, I guess, title, but hopefully it's going to be called Garbage Anime Opinions. A um, new podcast? And Yes, a new podcast with me, Louis, and my compatriot here, Archie. Hello. Uh, and, um, yeah, this is a fun little project we're trying to start. Um, it's something that we've already done in the past, but we thought, tell you what, we'll make it into a podcast. Yeah, so, but... we, we have discussions about anime and, like, actual weebs. And we decided that we actually thought we have we, we raised some interesting points and it's kind of rather entertaining. So we thought it'd be interesting if we record it and we can put it online and we can share it with other people and see what they think. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's it's what going to be. Uh, our garbage. And opinions. it goes without exactly. Yeah, it goes without saying that the quality will be garbage <laughs> and so will be the opinions. Yes. Um, so I guess sit back and enjoy. As yet, yeah. we have no real schedule. Um, you know, um, we have some stuff written out here, and we're going to be going through that. Uh, but no real set schedule. We're looking to be bi-weekly. Um, hopefully bi-weekly. Hopefully, and we'll see how that goes. Um, we may find that the time will be longer. If we're tackling like a larger series where we both need to re-watch it to get more of a clearer viewpoint, then it may be longer. Yes, if it, especially if we watched it a while ago, uh, or haven't mm-hmm. talked about it b- between us before. Um, we were probably going to need to re-watch that. So bi-weekly gives us enough time to review stuff, uh, go through stuff, and reform, re- all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, rethink what we think about it. In so. our first episode, we're actually going to be covering ReZero, which I think is a very fun little anime. Hmm. Well, we've, we've discussed it a lot before. It's one of the ones that we did, talked about a lot when we were having those discussions that prompted mm-hmm. this, the idea for this podcast. Um, so I, I think that was why we thought... Um, it would be. It's, it's. It's. It is also just an influential show, so it'd be interesting to see what other people have, and it's not like a so obscure thing people. Have. It, yeah, it's very talked about. If you've spent any time on the weeb side of the internet, yeah. Zero comes up everywhere. Like you've seen all of the rem it's, it's Discord like, emotes and all that. Jazz. Well, even it before is... season two was announced, that it was still True. an active part of the discourse for basically like people just talked about it because it was that kind of show. It's and it's entered that point where it's just going to be part of the anime background, um, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, so we're going to be going through uh, general thoughts on it, and this goes for most for shows. Um, we'll start with a show pitch, a uh, spoiler-free show pitch, as well as a little bit of spoiler-free discussion for if people want to uh, watch it. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the show or have been considering it, and the show pitch kind of c- catches your idea and you like yeah. it, go Obviously, ahead and watch it. You know, we we probably won't. We, we're not going to try and be systematic in spoiling everything. So most likely you can probably still listen to the discussion and then still be able to enjoy the show, especially if it's good. Um, we're not going to be going point by point and trying to spoil every single thing. Um, but if you want to keep it entirely spoiler-free, we will put a spoiler one at the end of the show pitch and show a non-spoiler discussion. Um, yeah. Then we'll be going through like a main general spoiler discussion, um, particularly focusing on a couple of points that you know we find quite interesting to discuss about the show. We'll then, be talking about the different arcs of the show as well, in general. Mm. Yes, um, especially if it's if the arcs are central to the, to the yeah. plot, like they are kind of here. That sounds, that sounds really si- that sounds really silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We also will have a segment towards the end where we'll talk about aspects of the show that we would have changed, or we would have seen slightly tweaked, or or just aspects that we would have included or just removed, which we thought would have made it. Just a yeah. better show in general. Which is a lot, which is again a lot of the stuff that we talked about before in our discussions was we didn't like this about the show, but we think this might help. 
Um, and I think that might be the most contentious thing. Yes, um, definitely. It will and, be you know, full of hot takes, and manga readers of all shapes will come out of the oh shadows. God, yeah. Like we don't like often. I, I'm not a big manga reader. I know. I know you actually. You read some manga. I have I read some. Yeah, but I but don't. Rezero is something I haven't I, read. If there is a manga for a show, and I know it's getting a season two, I will wait for that season two. Um, which is what's happening now with uh, which is exactly Re Zero. It's getting a new season two. Um, which is the main reason we're talking about it is because hopefully soon when the season two finishes we'll have another podcast that about that yes. one um but that's going to be coming out week by week and i think we'll need to wait a while i guess yeah i want I, 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 I to like yes probably it's well it's gonna be a 26 episode season i think like the first is one. it wow i think, I think. I so yeah it'll be a while it'll be a couple months um but yeah i i would i'd be 100 percent up for discussing season two uh but yeah we'll we'll, we'll start with season one um, uh, for a quick background of how we watched it, I watched it when it first aired subbed, and I've rewatched it recently dubbed. Yes, and then I watched it around the same time dubbed. Um, I prefer anime dubs, but that's a highly personal thing. Um, that you'll people will probably see more going forward that I tend to watch a show dubbed. Um, but that's just how I watch anime, and I know you are kind of indifferent, but you prefer. To I'm watch indifferent. Subbed. I prefer to watch subbed, and it's. I used to be a very. Uh, elitist of a subbed is the only way. Yeah. But recently, when I've watched more dubs that are considered very good, I've been kind of not too bothered about watching the dub anymore. I can kind of get past the cringy sort of English part <laughs> that you always get if you're so used to subs, and then you start watching dubs. Yeah, yeah. You, you have like a step removed when people start like screaming about their friends. You have a step removed that you don't think, oh, this is awful. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I watched it dubbed, and I didn't. A dub was actually pretty good. Uh, I, that's I, gonna be I the last the time I mention the dub because Please. honestly, the dub and the sub are not a big part of our discussion. Yes, fact, we don't yeah, have yeah. them. We didn't. We didn't mention them at all. Um, so that's good. Honestly, I think that's good that if you can watch the dub and you can have the same experience as the sub, um, perfect. That's perfect. Like, if you can improve it, that's that's a different thing. But you know, if it's if it is just the same, that's that's great. It makes it more accessible. For a little quick of background about ReZero, it is actually a light novel and a manga, I believe. Yes, it's a light novel series. Actually, I don't think there is a manga. Is there not? <laughs> I, think okay, there is manga, well... I think there is manga in its world, but it's... Uh, he says this. Um, I think there's manga in its world. It's one of those expanded universe things. Um, mm. I think there is manga, he says, but it's mainly based around the main plot that the anime adapts. The is fr- yeah, it's from the main light, light novel series. Um, so in this Which, case, it's uh, not read the manga, it's read the light. I haven't read it. Um, yeah. I probably won't read it. If no offense, but like that's not my thing. Um, I don't really read light novels. <laughs> For me, I'll see if season two really catches me, then I'm happy to read the yeah. light novel. Um, but if season two is really good, then I'll just wait for season three. That's how I. That, yeah, I don't particularly consume any other stuff aside from anime. Um, Understand that. Yeah. All right. So should we go into our show pitch and non-spoiler discussions? Certainly. Mm-hmm. So, I think the main thrust of the show pitch is. We would both say it's worth watching as a show, but yes. it has an additional catch of also it's also just worth watching so you can participate in the discourse because it mm. is an interesting show to talk about. That's why we're talking about it, um, and that's one of the reasons. That's one of the main reasons I actually watched it, and then I got it kind of hooked me, and then it I stuck with it um, through the highs and lows. So it is. It's definitely a show that when you watch, you will remember afterwards. Yes, because one because everyone talks about it and it's so influential, but because it is quite different to your traditional isekai that it's in some cases being a subversion of yes but overall 
good show. Mm. And I'm not surprised that it has its place in the kind of pantheon of shows that will never die. Um, and I think I think it deserves its place. Um, so it is worth watching. Um, it is it is a obviously it is one of the most popular isekai, and it was released at the point where people were getting tired of it. So it was a, it was an mm. interesting subversion. Um, I and... think it it came out at the perfect time. Yes, and it's quite an influential isekai. I think the only one that really comes close to it in terms of impact would be Konosuba in recent memory. Obviously, you have other isekai. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't really count Sword Art Online as one, but those sort of shows which yeah, they're not because that was really like way easy earlier guy, but yeah. they are way earlier yeah, i'm yeah. speaking more like 2017 um and it it can be a bit controversial that mainly it is mainly praised um but i know there are some people who really don't like it um and i can see both sides um, and there's people that love it as well yeah there's people there that love it and like the majority of people that love it love it yeah um especially the main like kind of the main group of anime uh fans in the, in the fandom seem to really love it and you know fair enough um so yeah it's a little it's like an isekai that takes itself a little bit more seriously there's a lot of Definitely. blood a lot of gore um and particularly and i think one of the best parts about it is it's introspective characters and i'm gonna leave it at that like yes, it, it has some characters right. which do some serious self-analysis um and if you know anything about the show you also know that there's some traps in it as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> not my thing but whatever <laughs> I think one part that makes ReZero stand out against other isekais is the fact that the main character on his own is actually very underpowered yeah. compared to some isekais. Which is, I think isekais. that's a lot of the pitch that a lot of people use is, is like, imagine if Kirito was just a, just what he would actually be like a scrawny little well, it, kid. Yeah, it's like if a nerd actually got transported to a fantasy realm, he is not going to be powerful. He's no. just going to be the only interesting quality would be the fact that he's unique that's literally mm. it and he brings a new viewpoint on the world yes but Ari, and we're not going to yes. spoil what this is but Ari Zero does add a little twist to our main character uh, Subaru Natsuki that gives him well it, it opens up some interesting mystery opportunities and it plays into the character exploration now it's quite famous and it's one of the things that people use to pitch the show but I think it's worth um, it's worth yes not knowing it especially if In... you watch episode zero and episode one as like a 40 minute single marathon episode which i would recommend yes. i think um, it does it automatically yes most, uh, uh, i think i think a lot of streaming it. sites bundle those two together and that is definitely worth watching them like that it, it and you know that that i'm keeping it vague yeah really gotta keep it vague. Yeah, really adds to that first episode um that, oh, that, for that sure. first 40 minutes i think it adds to the series i think it's a... yes um, it, it's extremely prevalent in the first couple arcs, which is great. Um, but yes, that is, that is a fun, and you know, you could have left it with just the the realistic take on Isekai, but it adds that fun twist that allows um, some interesting exploration, which I don't think is fully exploited. But we'll get onto that. But yeah, yes. it's good. So yeah, and, and it, it is just overall fun Isekai that actually has some more serious consequences. Yeah, and it has. Normally that it's not just consequences in. Uh, and this is a very good twist as well, but it but it has some fun consequences th- that gut punch quite hard sometimes. Um, yes, which is you know, and it's not just blood and gore, and you know, it, I mean, there is a lot of it in it. And if you like that kind of thing, yeah, sure, the show's for you. But also, it does have some pretty like there's some big blows coming in, and when you're like, oh mm-hmm. god. <laughs> if you watch the show, you know exactly. Yeah, what you, you, you can kind of you could, there's a couple that you could probably picture if you watch the show. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of 
all we're gonna say. Gonna say if yeah. you have, if if that's interested you, go watch it. Yes, for sure. Especially with season two coming out now, you won't. I personally don't think you'll be disappointed. Mm. Don't watch the trailer for season two. Don't watch the trailer. Don't watch the trailer for season, season, two. Trailer for yes. season two. It's like even you can you can if you want, but like you'll probably put things together in your mind. It's not obvious, but you'll probably put things together in your mind. Um, so just watch season one and then decide if you want to go on with season two. Yes, exactly. All right, so now we are dropping into spoiler territory. Uh, yeah, we won't main discussion. We, yeah, we're not going to specifically warn for any spoilers, so we're just going to talk and talk and talk. So there might be non-spoiler stuff in here. There, there will be then there will be spoilers in here. Um, so this is now just talking about. There will definitely be spoilers. In yes, here. yes, we will be talking about. We're not going to specifically warn, so this is the warning. There you go. Mm. Okay, let's get on to the main twist. What? Yes, what we just talked about. What? which We just tiptoed around. Yeah, yeah. Return the return from death, from death or is by death? such. I can't remember. What I, 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 I should have looked return that up. From death, <laughs> return from death. That. We're calling it return from death. <laughs> is such an interesting mechanic to have in a show. It's a awesome. little. It's an anime Groundhog Day, which is really well implemented. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. It's not an original idea. That doesn't make it bad. Just because we've had Groundhog Day doesn't make this oh yeah yeah, a, a, yeah not, a bad, it, not not a, you know especially in the context that it's implemented it is really doing something new with the idea of someone who can come back from death um especially i like how it's implemented in a world that we don't already know yes and i think it's actually pretty genius for 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 someone who obviously the author wants to explore the also the creator wants to explore stuff about characters and their perspectives it's a pretty genius idea because essentially it allows Subaru to start over and over and over again and and go through different... Um... It allows Subaru to be underpowered as well. Yeah. There but... doesn't have to be any big hype scene or anything that you traditionally see in most shonen sort of sign-in sort of aspects because if he fucks up, which he will, <laughs> he can just do it again. Yeah, he can and do it it's again. Like it... It's overpowered in the sense that he has almost unlimited tries. I imagine manga readers are probably screaming at me yeah, just yeah, by yeah. saying that because of the foreshadowing of that. Ooh. Yeah, but he um, I I like I was like I said it, it I like how it explores different sides of characters, particularly Rem and Rum, and how yes, you can definitely. see that is the main focus. And I think it's made mainly just with those two, but you can see the different sides of them. And I only realised when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about for the episode, but. There is separate points where Rem in the series straight up murders Subaru. Yeah, literally. She just kills him cold-bloodedly. And later on in the series, after a couple of Return by Deaths, she... It's confessing it's yeah, not Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, they, but they have a heart-to-heart. And I was like, that's actually really cool. That shows the potential for it. That you can see, you can essentially get this multifaceted view of this character via different perspectives because Subaru does different things and gets into their you know, good or bad graces. Which we both, I personally liked the fact that the, I don't know the path that Super follows in each Return to Death is different. Yes, that's that kind I of you... it, it. It makes it obvious in the Mansion arc that each Return by Death is slightly different. Um, Maybe just from different, I don't know, atmospheres or things that he specifically says can uh, yeah. have huge different impacts on how the path goes and the path I'll be referring to as the Subaru's yeah. journey until he resets again. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like that initially. Um, the fact that it was different each time because that kind of took away from the Groundhog Day mystery solving that was in the Mansion Art, which we'll talk about later. Um, but it it does help with emotional ramifications because he knows he can't just repeat the same steps to yeah, get the exactly. same. He can't. You know, whenever he whenever he 
you know this scene especially in the mansion arc where he has those little heart to hearts with amelia and then, and then he, he can't dies get them in, back yeah yeah he dies like two episodes later returns to it and it's like all of those scenes mean nothing well yeah they, they mean something ne- to him. they never happened yeah and they mean something to him obviously and yeah. that's it discussed later on towards the end when mm. he goes like that one couple of episodes where he goes bloody insane yeah but as the audience that hurts yeah because you've seen him made all this progress and you've seen him you know be nice to Amelia and really work out stuff and then he dies and you're like oh and it's like, <laughs> it kind of feels like it, because we see it happen and we invest time into those scenes when it does become useless it kind of hurts us as well mm. in but that, not, like, in like, not in like oh I wasted my time but like Oh, in, yeah, that's yeah. all gone, you know, and so, yeah. that that does, you know, that it helps hurt. you emotionally connect with Subaru when all of those scenes mean nothing. Yeah, it, oh, it's yeah. a lovely little idea. The return yeah. from that. Um, also the 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 differences prevent repetition. Like unlike in Groundhog Day, where he basically learns the entire thing of the day, like he learns mm-hmm. the entire structure, and then just essentially uses cheats. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it keep it, it, the RE0 is a slower pace and is, it has actually yeah. quite got a, got a bit of a slow pace to it and we're going to talk about that later but that kind of you know maybe a couple seconds to see each day you know funny hilarious thing he falls out of windows and dies isn't really a thing that, ha- that sticks around or even is really a yeah, thing yeah there's nothing there's no real times where he's so that, where he's died as a bit of a gag which I think is quite good yeah um, it, it takes a very different approach which again is good it's not a bad thing um and the slow pace works because it is a mystery, um, and that kind of I like I I, I thought and, and when it happened I realized what it was I was like this is Groundhog Day but it's a mystery and he's got to solve a murder case and he has no idea what he's doing. Got to solve his own murder. Case. Yeah, I feel he's like got to solve his own murder. Yeah, which um, is lovely. That's idea. a cool. That's a really cool. I would like to see that done in any medium. Never mind anime. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So. I feel ReZero really peaks in those episodes in the mansion where yeah. he's got to figure out, like, the shaman and who's killed him and all yeah, the stuff with Beatrice, and you get all of the world building and then all of the characters seem much more yeah. threatening than they actually are. Like, Lord Roswell is a little bit quirky, and the show definitely points attention to the fact yeah. that Yeah, well, we're talking about him later. We've got yeah, a whole, we'll talk we've about got that later, but him. Um, that's... <laughs> it does it brilliantly by making all of these characters that are nice on the surface... But you can definitely feel like some sort of unseen threat, which is another aspect I'll get onto later. Mm. Which I think the mansion up, yes, the return mansion. by death makes it. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it, it does get used later, less later in the series. Um, and I think I would have preferred to see an entire series that used this, like kind of that was its focus, and have it been like. Mm-hmm. But I get that this is a long series, so we don't want to keep using the gimmick over and over again. Um, but equally, I think. When it relies on later on, when it relies on losing quote progress, you know you you go you sit through especially when the, I think the, the the later episodes really drag, and you and he loses like two episodes worth of progress. I'm just like, I don't have to watch that again. <laughs> There's sometimes where it's used more of like, I think a good example would be when it's towards the end with the sloth fight, yeah. and he wins it and he does it perfectly, and it, you you like. Well done to Subaru. He didn't have to use his ability, and then he, and then he just dies. <laughs> and then he just dies. And what? then you just—it's like a speed run of the exact same scenes that we just yeah. watched. And then he has and to. I feel, I, which I feel defeats the point of what they were going for before, where it's very slow, very deliberate. There's no kind of gag deaths. Each one is delivers meaningful information, 
um, or indeed, and I mean, to some degree, it does because it yeah. teaches about how the sloth thing can corrupt other people. Yeah, and I can understand but... that is the point of it. But you didn't have to reset the entire little part. Yeah, um, but uh, hey, that's look. a problem with the pacing later on, which we'll get onto. <laughs> Um, Alright, so that's that's kind of what we thought about Return of My Death, which I think it's good. I really like it. I think it's wasted in the later part, later half of the season. But I think, especially in the first half, it's really it's good. Done. It's really, really good. good I, yeah. you know, I'd like to see more done with it. So this is the thing I wanted to bring up, um, and that is gore. Um, now, I'm not... I'm Okay, I enjoy a bit of gore, you know, it's fun. But I feel like it was... It, it was kind of overused in the series. The violence was fine. The violence was just kind of edgy anime violence, which, whatever. Um, but I just thought the gore was a bit unnecessary. You know, I don't... You're Not that I'm saying I don't like gore, but... I don't know. When I when I heard, when I I watch some of the stuff and there's, like, stuff pouring all over the place, I'm like... <laughs> it just seems like it's trying really hard to be... Have consequences and be edgy and, you know, it, when it's just pouring cranberry juice all over the place. It does work in one place, which I really like, at the beginning and end of the first uh, 40 minute episode. The straight up does the gore. Yeah, the gore is actually used properly there, where it's like, it's quite shocking, and the sudden appearance of like... And the same with the scene where uh, fucking Subaru gets smashed in by a ram and ram in the first two deaths that he has with them. I think the gore's done better, but it's like, towards the end... Especially with Soth, I understand they're trying to make him an opposing villain, but he, there's a lot of just death that doesn't feel really meaningful. It, but just, it really had done much better at the start, and it loosens like the the effect of gore because gore is a useful tool of just like you know it's it, it is like a sudden realization of injury, and that's it's used in the first episode really nicely for that. And there's blood, you know, there's blood on the floor, and he's like covered in it, and that's 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 pretty dark imagery. But then when you just keep using it over and over again when someone gets stabbed and like it, it doesn't really it kind of lessens it and it just feels like you're trying to be edgy and i get that some people might have different tastes but that's that's just me personally i know you actually didn't mind it as much as i but i, I thought, didn't mind it as but i i there were a few scenes where i did think oh this is a little bit kind of useless i think especially as i mentioned with the sloth and like the dog fight towards the end of the mansion art where there's just a lot of violence and fighting which doesn't really seem all that necessary other than with the ram and ram backstory that is introduced there i can see why it was needed mm-hmm. but i feel like it was used too liberally it's yeah kind of the vibe i got but overall it's quite a minute detail i personally yes. found i didn't really get annoyed by it at all i didn't really think of it until you mentioned it and i was like yeah i can agree with you yeah but it's it didn't halt my enjoyment of the show mm. but equally that might be a draw to some people because it's, you know, the East Sky that I've watched have been very bloodless by design or just by, just yeah, quite safe. You know, yeah, safe. And it and it may overstep it, but equally, it's refreshing to see something be willing to take a risk like that and just have the main character get disemboweled, <laughs> and you see some of it, which is yeah. And I think that's another reason why Return by Death is lovely because we yeah. can see that. That's true. Like yeah, there's I not other Isekais where you can see the main character get bloodied. Hmm. I mean... Or get killed. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Um, so, this is a one of our biggest uh, problems with the series, and we've kind of already touched on it, but it's the differences in arc quality. Yes, um, the arcs particularly, of the show are so varied. Mm, particularly, the first two, which we call Street and Mansion. Street is basically up until they get to the point of the mansion, then Mansion is pretty self-explanatory. Mm. 
Then we have the court, which is kind of that little middling bit around twelve to episode twelve to fourteen, where they introduce the main, I feel like, hook of the series of like Amelia being a royal candidate and all of the other yeah, and the kind of politics and court play. I using big air quotes there, and we'll get onto that. And then there's what what I call the whale slash bad guy arc, which is the two arcs where they fight the they fight the white whale, and then they go and hunt down the sloth bishop. I want to say yes, yeah. Um, and then there's the. I don't think they had down. They were, they were all their way back to the place and then got. Yeah, yeah. And they try like they get caught up with that, and then they. Yeah, but the, the main focus is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we'll start. Okay, well, we will get. I, I initially thought, hey, we'll do some comparing, but it's nice to kind of go through and give our thoughts on them, um, because mm. we can then because. Not, it's quite enough, easy to compare to them at the end. Yeah, we start with the high bar, which is the street and mansion arc, which. I, I think re- the first zero episode is. Damn. Yeah, brilliant. it's a ver- not only that, but uh, I think particularly going starting right at the beginning when he's having the flashes between, um, you know, like and the, the direction of like, basically, the first episode has some of the strongest direction I've ever seen in anime in terms of, you know, presenting the message of mundanity crossed with the fantasy world. You know, that's kind of fun. Um, the visual imagery it uses, mm. and I think it, how, how it sets up, um, Subaru. His Subaru it does feel really well. So the first episode does make it feel more of a world than any of the other episodes do, with like the slums and then the main city and the town, and then yeah. Amelia talking about all of this, uh, like the culture of the land, like the taboo of talking about half witches and the genuine the interesting mystery of like what yeah. the thing she stole and why is it so important and why did she steal and, it? Is she is she is she is did she did she know that it was an important thing? Did she steal it because of that? That you know uh, with felt. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that's good. I really enjoy. It. We both agree that the mansion arc, so the street arc, is really fun. There's the kind of recurring gag that the the muggers keep showing up because like Subaru's a crap out and he can't he can't take care of himself in a fantasy city, so he keeps getting mugged by the same people. Yeah, and I think that works really well because it's normally you'd expect the character to like wise up and beat the muggers, yeah. but no, he just gets smashed in every time because in reality that is what would most likely happen. I love it, even it's if great. you knew they were there. It's really funny, <laughs> and there's also that gut punch of. He finds out that he has returned by death, and oh, and he's just so confused. And he's so confused, and he's yeah. like, "Oh wait, what? I died, I died, and I was." And then he, and then there's that gut punch of, he he hits it off with Amelia, and then he's weird because he knows everything about her. Um, and, oh and yeah, then and then there's like, that scene. Yeah, and he calls her out in the mask. Oh yeah, that's and really then cool. it, everyone's like, "Yeah, that's oh. such a cool." So, so we're gushing about the street arc because it's it's a, it is rough and it has the kind of bumps of. You know, just a bit, it's a, it's a a bit slow, slow pace, bit ponderous, think. and it and it doesn't move to answer that many questions. And it is a bit of a, I think it is a bit of a crap out when he has to get Reinhardt to do it, but it's not too big. Oh, it's yeah. fine, and he just finds a knight on the street and he's like, "Yeah, cool, let's let's go kill this person." Um, you know, but I, I don't hate it. Like it's that. good. It's fine. Um, I think it's a really good introduction to the series. Yes. Um, and then there's the mansion arc, which is we've just, we talked about, and then yeah. its main focus is the mystery with Return by Death. Um, but there is one glaring flaw in that mansion arc, and that's the villain of it is just a dog in the forest that they talk about. Dog in a forest that's like hidden, or yeah, it's not really that. It feels quite of a lackluster villain for how well it's set up like yeah the show obviously makes red herrings or not even red herrings but clearly points to all of these different people that it could be like clearly well it, it kind of it kind of it doesn't really draw red herrings as much as it does like set up suspicion 
it makes it obvious these characters don't like Subaru, but it doesn't. I wouldn't call them red herrings because there's no false leads. You know, you don't find out that Lord Roswell practices that kind of magic, or you don't find out that Rem was a demon that specialized in these kinds of curses before she lost her horn. You know, um, it doesn't. There's no red herrings. It just sort of there's just a genuine air of mystery around the place, and, and I think that is really good. Though. It's good that, that generally mystery and like that ear of unseen threat that that mansion arc delivers so well yeah is really but that's what the problem is is like yeah the the payoff is just a dog in a forest and a pretty mediocre (laughs) okay i know i'm gonna get flack for that but i really i found that action scene really boring when it's and uh, when um rem goes full demon (sighs) i just found it so boring like it's like it's uh... But it's just hitting. It was all right. It, it was all right, but it didn't really have the payoff that I wanted. Yeah, it now, was it, nice it to see. Been... Of... Yeah, go on. It was nice to see Rem and Ram's backstory and their relationship come to fruition mm. and all that stuff. Because if I remember correctly, he does save over that point. So everything that happens there is set in stone. And yes. I think that is yeah. nice. Mm. I just wish it's. I I would have kept all the stuff with the Rem and Ram. We'll get onto that later, but mm. I just wish they changed the villain, or just made the villain a little bit more, you know, or the dog more yeah, prevalent. Yeah, and we, 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 we're, that's actually, I think, believe one of the things we're going to discuss, he says, checking. Um, no, it's not, actually. Um, but basically, we just it's, it's kind of a simple fix of just having the villain be rooted in something that we know, rather than just kind of... Just a dog. Yeah, rather than a dog. And, you know, it is set up, sort of, because he does the research into the kind of magic that would kill him. And he knows it's a curse, and he knows that certain spirit beasts can put curses. And then you're like, okay, cool. Is it what what what, what kind of sp- is it going to be summoned by somebody? Is it going to be used mm, by somebody? Yeah, it's is it impersonating kind of... somebody? No, it's just a this is bur- it's just it's a, a dog it's a that's piece, always been there. in the forest. Um, and you know what? There might be some. You know, it might have been summoned by another character, but no, we just don't know. Yeah, we just it don't know. Be, yeah. And it's been what fifteen episodes, I think. Since, since they then. since they solved since they solved the mystery and found out it was a dog and killed the dog, so if it was Lord Roswell's, you'd really expect like at least some hints, or else it's going to sound like a real ass pull if they set that up, or if they if they make that a payoff in a later season. Mm. Um. So yeah, that, that... it's overall good, really good, and I love the the journey is the is the fun of it. The destination is crap. <laughs> it's not it's not great. The, the it's final a damn part. fun part. It it's is. a damn fun ride. It is. Especially seeing the different paths that he gets with all of the characters and Amelia and Rem and Ram. Yeah. And uh, Beatrice as well. Yeah, yeah, and Beatrice, I suppose. Um, I suppose. There's, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> Good memes. Um, okay, I, I did write down something which was, it could have been a little tighter. So, like, you could have cut maybe an episode. Like, because it, it is a bit slow. I think it is a bit too slow i think it's fine i personally disagree with i don't mind the slow i think the okay. slow adds no, to no, that i think it's i don't mind suspicion. it being slow but i think it is just too slow especially for a mystery you need to be kept interested by the reveal of leads and a lot of it is just subaru farting around which is fine but like yeah there a, aren't cut a bit of it oh yeah there could be like yeah. scenes where he is farting around and there's like stuff going on you stuff know? going on in yeah. the yeah and like like things that we know as the audience is a little bit suspicious, but Subaru might not. That yeah. could have been sprinkled in, and that would have made it. Because fun. a good mystery story um, allows you to, like, kind of gives you the pieces and says, "This is this is what the main character knows," and then essentially tasks you to solve it. And if and it's almost like a pu- like a good mystery is like a puzzle. 
Um, so by the end of it, the character will show you how to solve it, and you know you should have been able to have well, noticed it, uh, or uh, uh, you uh, should be able to rewatch it and yeah. come to the same conclusion. Yeah. If you so, for example, the Sherlock Holmes books, all the Holmes all of Holmes's conclusions, particularly from his crime scene investigation, are entirely you know you can you can you can make those conclusions for example he yeah, manages to, he manages to calculate the height of someone uh scratching into the wall by how high you know he he literally just walks up to it and kind of feels where his he would put his hand and then account kind of calculates based on that of his height how much shorter the person was than him um because of the natural you know that kind of that kind of fun stuff that then you can then um could have been added yeah um but it's not bad and you know it's good i like it and it probably made a little bit tighter which is something we will mention for the rest of the show and i think yeah. you agree with me in those like in not here but which, later on yeah. it needs to get tighter it's a bit too long um <laughs> this the, the scene the arc after this one is what really kind of stopped my re-zero train yeah it, i think the core arc is no, okay, so when we recommend it, we kind of recommend it for the street and mansion, and we appreciate that the court and whale and bad guy can be... Can, no, can be definitely pe- enjoyed. Yeah, people do enjoy them, and that's fair enough, but I, it's what we really get a hang-up on. So let's move on to the court arc. The court arc is probably, in oh, my opinion, the most controversial. It's the worst. <laughs> it is... Subaru at this point boring. is introduced to be this airhead, hot-headed kind of not i guess a bit of an idiot but it's kind of how like anyone would be going into this massive it's a bit of a dunce like he he doesn't really think um yeah and it's tolerable throughout the rest of the series well before this but it's in this arc here and i know everyone who's watched this arc like everyone subaru it just grinds on you the stuff that he does Mm. and case in point being the main like I guess part of the core arc is when he runs in to the massive with all the knights and all the different uh, yeah. royal companions and the he just starts shouting and being an absolute ass. Just you know, yeah. and, and and it's this is the world. This and you know, people talk, take the world building for this show seriously. And this was when I stopped caring about the world in any real capacity, aside from just in aside from just minor interest. It feels like it really spits on the real life. The real, yeah. the real life fantasy that it creates in the first episode, where there are slums, there is taboo, there is culture, there yeah. is all the stuff there, that we the have. That there's the fact that when the knight shows up, people don't trust him because people they, they think he's like a dog of the establishment, or you know, and or you know they're like, hey, yeah. are you this person? You know, are you a spy? Are you another thief that's trying to come in and steal our bounty? You know, like some real realistic thinking of people competing. Um, and that just gets thrown out the window in the court arc, where Subaru just... stands up and screams at the Council of Elders and receives... Like, these people choose the <laughs> yeah. king. Like, that must be... It's, that's the highest of the highest rank you must be able to get. Yeah, it's... These people are revered. And I understand there's that, that scene where he's like, oh, I'm a knight, so he gets away with it. But he shouldn't even be able to finish his sentence. And that's yeah. something I'll get on later. It, it really... yeah, It really What's devalues that? the world, because you end up with this... With with a world that has supposedly has this uh, empress who's so, you know, who's supposed to rule, rule the kingdom, 
and there's these these elders that kind of manage the selection. You've got all the knights who are very honourable and take their role very seriously, um, or some of them take it more seriously than the others. And then suddenly Subaru just craps on it, craps on it, just um, walks in and starts yelling like. And he's not in the like right. He, I mean, he is in the right, but equally, he's also he he doesn't he in a world that places a lot of emphasis on consequences. He gets none. He gets one challenge where he gets beat up. Um, but that's more him stepping out of line again on top of that. On the knights, yeah, that, that's not him being an ass. That's him talking shit about the knights. I mean, obviously, him talking about shit about the knights is because of the fact that yeah. he put himself in that. Mm. But it, it's so... Yeah, and I think that's a general trend with the Quartar, because it tries to introduce you to these elements of the world, but it really just makes you don't care about them. At least I didn't. Uh, because it just yeah. kind of devalues them. It's kind of throwing the curtain back and saying, hey, this is what the knights look like. I'm like, okay, cool. I'd be up for that. And then they don't react when a Subaru impersonates one of them and then uses that impersonation to shit-talk the elders. Um, and I think this is also another... Going in a little bit, it also... Kind of... Something I, I which I find we're going to talk about later with characters, but Amelia in this arc is really passive. Like, she doesn't... It's only when she snaps at Subaru... That she in really bed, does yeah. anything important. She just kind of really sits does. there, kind of like tugging his sleeve, saying, "Please don't do this." Like, if she I knows, she's, if she knows that he's That's ruining her chances for the throne and that he's just being an idiot, she should be able to stand up and tell him no and tell him he's being an idiot. Um, just, yeah, which, it kind of then, deval- devalues her character into just yeah. kind of submissive anime girl, and it's like you're running for a fucking yeah. king. Empress, whatever the, the the leader of the fucking country. I, I, I said it before, and oh, not not. I've said it before with you, but it, it makes it feel like when you go into Skyrim and you run up to Yal Balgrif's hall, yeah, exactly. you, you run like just up to his throne and like press into his face and ask him for a quest. Just while, spamming this, yeah, yeah. While three people just kind of walk around, it feels like that kind of like fantasy McDonald's throne room. Like it doesn't feel very. It just feels like a room people are standing around in shouting at each other. There's no grandeur or weight to any of the stuff it it's feels just, it's like just people talking of a scene yeah, yeah it does um all the characters are so cut and dry they're the elders that i speak none of them really have any personality other than wise man yeah and all of the other candidates that are introduced i imagine they will most likely get developed yeah, on later i, I, I know i, I am pretty do. happy to say that like i think i'm pretty happy to say that i know that they're gonna get some kind of element, and like there will, and I think at some point, especially with the attention they've given, there will be some mm. kind of core politics. But the problem is, this this was so bad <laughs> that I don't really care. Like, if, no, if, you, so... if you're saying it doesn't matter at the moment, that's fine. But don't spend so much setting up, so much time setting up the candidates. You can mention it, and you can ha- like have the candidates be around the place. But you they give them full name introductions. Yeah, you give them full backstories, you give them, like, kind of gimmicks. So, like, one of them is a mercenary company leader, one of them is the thief that was brought in because of her, you know, we don't quite know why. Yeah. Yeah, but probably because of her bloodline. Um, We've got the uh, head of a noble house. With the steel. Which is cool. Uh, Von Krush? Krush? Krush, I think think her name is. Um, You've got the red, I think her name, the red-headed ego one. Yeah, the one who's who's part of the... Simp stuff. Yeah, the one who's (laughs) part of the upper aristocracy. um, Who you know, just kind of sits around and is annoying. And then there's Amelia. But none of them feel very threatening until later. Um, even then, they don't even feel threatening at all. Like, these people are... I, I'll use the Game of Thrones comparison, but they are runners for the throne, like Lannisters, Targaryens. These are meant to be incredibly powerful yeah. people. 
and they don't feel scary at all. And if anybody's familiar with the Holy Roman Empire, the the competition for the throne in that was brutal. <laughs> you know, and that happened every you know every time it happened, it was elected, um, and you had electors that would then elect one of them to then become the new Holy Roman Empire. And that's, I think it could have it could have it could have basically. We're saying a lot here about this one particular scene and a little bit about the actual politics of the series in total, but um, I feel like it could have, it could have done with some extra weight to what Subaru does, but also the um, kind of because it, it does do it to some degree. Yeah. Like they have that scene with like I, I'm going to use them as the uwu, the uwu f- furry yeah. girl comes over, and they do trick Subaru into getting information. Yeah, it's that's like, cool. I wanted. He more does of acknowledge that. that it's important. Because he has those scenes, and he has the stuff with the Krush, with the the alliance, and all the stuff that comes after, and all the stuff with him trying to get favor with the lady, and then she just takes the piss out of him. And I do like the stuff they do with it, but it feels just nowhere near as deep as it did in the first episode. Mm. And it doesn't feel like it feels like they're kind of watering down the world. I think we should stop yeah. talking about this because we talked about this for a while, and a lot okay. of the other aspects of the court are, are interesting, and I think can deserve talking about. Um, so, the other stuff in it, like we kind of touched on, is like the other kind of stuff, the setup for the Wailark, the kind of mustering of the resources. Um, uh, the whole, the snap that Subaru has, and then the Rem reveal. Yeah, and sorry, him going I shouldn't have said mustering of... the resources, because that's actually in the Wailark, because he goes and then he finds the, he, he heads off back to the thing, gets killed mm. by the whale. Um, and then that whole thing starts. Everyone else gets killed by the whale, then he dies um, at, the man- at the mansion. And then realizes we have to kill the whale. I, I didn't the, the chain of logic there wasn't great. Um, but we'll come back I, to I that. think yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the rest of it's good. I like the um, and I'm going to talk about the politics now that might be in the whale arc, but it's also because it's in the court arc because I think it works quite well. But the the politics that works well is like the like you said like when the um, the furry the furry organization kind of tricks some info out of him, and mm. they, and he kind of recognizes that, and then he 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 dies, comes back, and realizes. Oh wait, I know what they want. I kind of know. I kind of have a feel for what they want. I can kind of. I know. And then he can negotiate. And And then then he does negotiate, um, which is interesting. He manages to pull together a couple of the candidates for the throne to to push on to the. um, um... Yeah, I think my overall opinion of the court arc is that it focuses too much on Subaru, for something that's meant to be so big Mm -hmm. and so important to the overall series. That's my main problem with the court arc. Mm, Yeah. Um, past the court arc, it transitions into what we call the whale such the bad guy arc, which, overall, my opinion is a bit mediocre. We'll get into it's it. It's not awful. I I, not I awful. preferred the whale arc to the to the bad guy arc. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the whale but stuff. I I enjoyed the kind of the setup and mystery and like the the kind of. I wish it had been mentioned before. Like you know, the, you know, we'll go on to discussions of world building later on. But I think it could have been a little bit more. Excuse me, subtle stuff built in, um, that allows the whale to be this looming presence, um, and it was a. I think it was a bit of a mistake to kill it off this early, but equally, you need a climax for this for the series, and I, I don't think. Oh, for sure. Um, and it's it's very intimidating. Um, oh, that, that scene when in the where... carriages, and then you see the the eye appear next to them. Yeah, that, that that's good. Stuff is done really that's really well. good. I like the kind of horror element to it, which. Re Zero has a, sig- yeah, has a significant really like well horror slash thriller element to it, and that works really well because it's it 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 can be scary when it wants to be. It can take, can, yeah. yeah, it can it can take the scares pretty seriously when it wants to be. 
Um, because the character is so underpowered, the, he feels helpless in these situations. Like, he had no chance to, like... Uh, like you could have some Isako main characters that may be able to, like, pull out their ass and actually take on the whale in, like, a 1v1. But as, you, as soon as you see the whale in that character, you know Subaru is fucked. Yeah. And I think it does that really well. And you have that with, like, the knife lady in... I forgot her name. In the street arc. And I guess the, even the dogs in the Maginot, where he just gets a fucking turn apart. But that's just another reason why I think Subaru being underpowered works really well. Yeah. Um, it also works like kind of... It, it works into, like, not the mystery, uh, but the problem-solving. Um that kind of goes on like he has to figure out how to bring these people together and how to fight the whale um so which allows him to work on his uh, allows him to like i guess reclaim his pose composure yeah. from the core arc and he can start rebuilding the relationships that he tarnished from him being an idiot which i do like and mm. i think the show is very nice with its characters in those sort of yeah so, I, I don't really want to talk about too much about the bad guy art, because I, I think it is kind of bland and boring. Um, yeah, but particularly, the rushed... Like, it is simultaneously rushed and very slow. It Like, the last three episodes are very rushed. It feels like they were, like, double the length, but because he dies, comes back, and it's basically a speed run of the... Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, of, of the Any of percentage, sloth defeat. Yeah. Um, Subaru. And <laughs> especially, like, with the weight and time that it gives to interactions that then are whisked away. Um, you know... <sighs> it doesn't feel very meaningful. Unlike, like, you have a lot of the conversations, because there's a lot of conversations in this last arc, and a lot of interactions, which don't feel nearly as potent as the conversations he had with, like, Rem and Amelia, where, like, the opinions are like, you know, the Amelia will remember that, Rem will remember yeah. that sort of thing. It feels like that is true in the mm. Maginar, but there's scenes that uh, that happen towards the end in the Sloth arc. I'm going to call it Sloth, bad guy, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a scene with the spirits and the night, and it's like, well, that's a cute little scene. It shows that they trust each other. But there's no... There's nothing really more than that. Mm. And I guess... For how long it does drag it on, doesn't it does really drag have on. much better? Have I much think better. they could have done with one last return by death and like cut two or three episodes, um, but that's my opinion. Um, hey, if you disagree with us, yeah, feel free to let us know. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of it. Um, I think. Oh, it is worth mentioning. I think with the whale, like, and I, that's when the pacing really catches up to show, and it is sluggish. Yeah. I think it is correct to describe it as sluggish at that point. Um, if you're enjoying it, I don't think it'll be a problem. But especially if you're just if you're kind of if you didn't get particularly hooked by the core arc and it kind of cooled your passion for the show, because uh, even with the 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 Matt Street arc and the Matchmark, arc, it really it kept no, the me, pacing was slow, the pacing but it was slow, knew but it, it was slow. Yeah, but it kept you. It going. kind of it was interesting yeah. to keep you going. But like I was cooled by the core arc enough that I was sort of not really having to push myself through the whale and bad guy arc. I was still enjoying it, but it was not something I was like one hundred percent on. I guess because of the fact it does kind of feel like a side mission, because it's not... Yeah, the chain of logic for him deciding to take on the whale is a bit... Uh, I, and the sloth. Yeah. I understand why they I get the sloth thing, because he, like, he realises, oh, this guy's really dangerous. Um, and, he's and, and you know, there's a setup for that um, with the witch cult. But, yes, uh, which we'll get on to later. Ooh, brilliant. Thank you. Alright, sorry about that. Well, I forgot that out. Um, 
Do you want to move on to the characters? Yes. Um, I'll move on to the characters. We have oh, we have mentioned things that are oh, you can probably gather most of our opinions about the characters because we've mentioned it yeah. sprinkled in. I think well, we'll, I think we won't spend too long on Subaru because we've kind of yeah Subaru. Yeah, he's a bit too annoying, I think. Um, I think the annoyance is fine at the start because it kind of makes sense because it's just in a new world. But especially again, core arc where it just gets so it annoys the viewer more than it annoys anyone else, and it's such a shame. You could achieve the same thing without without him being less with him being less annoying to the viewer. Um, Particularly his like shallowness. I get that's the whole point. Yeah. And I get that, he is know, meant to be. But shallow. equally, if he's meant to grind on me and make me not like him, then why is he the main character? Yeah, like, the I main get that he's the main character, but like then, I feel like he 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 he's put in a heroic role. Basically, I feel there's a dichot- there's a there's a there's a there's a not there's like a there's like an incongruity between how the show presents him and how the show wants what him what wants to be. Do you want him to be a nerd that you know? But also be heroic well he's just so annoying that i can't really like him too much um and i can understand they want to separate him from other isekai people that are just positive adjective stacked upon positive adjective and positive personality but i feel like this is too much to a degree where it actually hinders the watching experience Hmm. right amelia that's kind of one of one of the most controversial characters. I don't it? like. I think she's overhyped and boring. But that is that probably is one of the hottest takes we're gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I don't think she's as bad. I don't think she's as boring. But she's definitely boring. She has a lot of. She has. I feel like um. She's a plain dish that's had like put on like all of these spices to make it more interesting, but they just don't work. Or they do work, but they don't. I don't make think there's anything on her at all. There's some there's some interesting stuff, and she's obviously meant to be a reserved like, character. Yeah. And the only interesting parts is, and I and I and I like actually. To be fair, there is some little subtle details that I like, like her covering her ear and, um, kind of general nervousness and not willing to open up to people. But she just she seems like such a non. A she's such a non character. She doesn't do. I guess. Which I guess the is the point, but equally, I just want to see it. Like, and she's so like when people talk about her, they talk about her being so interesting and deep. And I'm like, I might just be missing something, and I probably am just missing something. But I don't see that. I just I can see, see what they're saying, but yeah. it's like just because you have the half elf and you have the taboo, and then you have this like big mansion thing, does not make you an interesting character. Like Felt had none of that, and mm. I still felt I, much more. I felt Felt was, I was wa- yeah, that's a good point. Felt was way yeah. more interesting than Amelia. Amelia was boring. <laughs> uh, Puck is half her personality. Puck is Puck, the bassist Puck, of the characters. Puck is amazing. I, love I Puck. like Puck. I love Puck. There's um, that scene, oh, like, I know, I this is a massive tangent, but I'll bring it back, with how the Puck is like that fucking mega lion in yeah, the when, end when of the when he scenes. grows, when Amelia dies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a cool scene. Yeah. And, and once like, again, it's not really relevant. Yeah. It just, you see Puck. It's cool gro- foreshadowing. But yeah, you see Puck grow big and be like, cool, Amelia's dead. And he's like, oh, so I have to go save Amelia and kill a whale on the way for some reason. I guess, I think it's, okay, okay. Rolling it back a bit. I think it's because they said they need to get the shortest route to get there in time. Yeah. And Which makes they sense. To, they had to kill the whale, but then like, surely they're spending so much time killing the whale and they're going to lose so much... I don't know. It's fine. They had a cool action scene and they had the cool butler, which we haven't mentioned, but yeah, we'll, we'll come cool, back. We'll come cool, on to yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't like Amelia. I think she's overhyped. Um, 
I think she's so boring with some cool details that could have been exploited. I think they needed to kind of stop burying her under her being so ambiguous, passive. And vague, yeah, yeah, passive and because there is that snap that she has on Subaru, which is interesting, if but it have, doesn't have her be, you know, feel, have her be jerky, yeah. have her be, you know, have her, you know, she she's obviously comfortable with some things. She's over, she's over. Maybe show her some work. I think she could have done with some scenes by herself to show her when she's not burdened by anybody she just seems to be always like courtly and want... even, you know you can imagine her being courtly and like ooh, you know kind of standing with her hands clasped but you know by herself and that's just not very interesting um if that was the point sure but i, I imagine there's people that completely <laughs> disagree with us yeah there was probably and i'm totally to accept it and i don't think she's as bad as louis has got a vendetta i don't mind it it's just, I feel okay, like to be fair, I think it's because I've been exposed more to people praising her, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't see that. I don't see why people would enjoy. I I, I personally wouldn't see her as pra- as a praiseworthy character, but you know, whatever. I, I, Puck is great. I actually I actually really like. I, I don't really have anything negative to say about Puck. Um, Other than he's not as good as the one in Berserk. Yeah. But that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's Amelia. Ram and Ram. Although, introduced Ram. around the... Ram and Ram, yeah. They have been talked there, so we won't spend too long on this, but I do enjoy them as characters. Yeah, I, I think... think they deserve the praise they get. Oh, yeah, sure. It's I, I, I actually went and thought, oh, God, Ram's like one of those characters that people just like because she's hair over one cute. eye, blue hair, cute, wears a made outfit. But no, she's not, no, she actually is genuinely interesting. And particularly... Such an interesting dynamic yeah, between she her is and the her sister. Char- she is the character that benefits from being able to be seen from multiple perspectives. Um, and I think she does end up being really interesting. Um, <laughs> I love Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm not a wifey person. <laughs> yeah, so right, I know Mr. that's a big thing with them, but you know, I don't. I, that's not really my thing. Well, what's the opinion on Lord Roswell then? Uh, Hisoka budget. B- but... Budget Hisoka. <laughs> Which okay, that's selling him short. That's he's, a joke. he's, yeah, inter- we don't, he, he's we interesting. He's interesting. Um, I like him. He's he speaks in the weird rhyming. Like, Ooh, like, I think I like no, that. Ooh, I don't know. Like, like, like rhythm voice that nobody ta- nobody made. I think Super is like oh, you talk weird, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but he. Oh yeah, he does kind of just shit talk a fucking lord. And yeah, nothing really which happens, again, but, I know, but like yeah. at least with that, it's like he at least with that, it's not in a formal setting. He's just having dinner with him, which is like with him and his staff, which. Yeah, was not great, but he. Clearly... I feel like he he knows he's eccentric. Yeah, he knows. Like, like, I imagine Roswell a lot of care. people. He's, he doesn't care. Um, and I think that's what makes him interesting because he feels like he definitely has some ulterior alternate ulterior motives. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's all of those scenes, especially in the mansion arc, where he, he has the. I think Roald Dahl has that big unseen threat vibe. You where... feel like he's the bad guy, and then he's just not. In fact, he helps kill the bad guys, and yeah. I feel like he might... It's obviously set up for something else. If it's not, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it must be. Yeah, um, like, I I am 100% confident. There's that weird scene that I imagine all the manga readers are like, yes, you're completely right, but there's that scene especially in the uh, mansion arc, where he's just, like, stroking Ram's he, head. It's to do with the horn? Like, he's trying to regrow her horn? Oh, but it's is it? Want. It's, it's to do with her horn, because he touches the point where her horn is, and he's, like, magically infusing it or something. But it's a bit creepy. And I thought, oh, is that going to be... Never mentioned. Never, Never mentioned. mentioned. Never mentioned. 
So, like, I imagine that's to add the mystery. I, that, I feel like there must be some like red herrings or stuff in the light novel where you could have more space for this for like internal monologue and you know red herrings and like following trails. Um, and I would actually like to see what the light level. That would be the one reason I would read the Magnet Light Novel is to see what they do with it. Um, but and maybe maybe that was something they left over. Maybe there was more expansion on that. Maybe you see more scenes of it. Maybe you have a private conversation between Roswell and Rama about it. Um, that'll be cool. But uh, as it stands in the anime, it's a ten-second scene that's dropped in and then is never yeah, touched. Yeah, it's on. never explained, never yeah. elaborated on. It's just like. Is Ramen informant? Is so, there some yeah. other shit going on? So one thing I I, I felt like, um, and this is particularly with Lord Roswell, one as I mentioned, there was the red, like not even red herrings because they're not specifically drawn to, um, and that is, well, there are some things that we call red herrings, but they're not really because they're not, they don't. Yeah, like he's they don't do he, anything. He's... Like like there's no there's no expansion for something to be a red herring it has to be a deliberate mislead misle- you know mis- deliberately mislead. I don't even think it is a mislead. I just feel like they've they kind just of... set up a weird character, have him in a mystery. It arc, gives off and then it, yeah. it gives you off vibes that make you attract kind of. It feels like they've given out. off the vibe too much. I feel like they would have they would I rather they if, make if they him were, if like... they wanted him to be suspect they should have put more they, there should have been more thing to make him suspect. But if, you know, which may have been drawn the story off, but equally, I think there was some time they could have reallocated to have some more interesting investigation. If they wanted to make him more suspect, he'll be the prime target to be a red herring because he's like, no, he's got ulterior motives and he's doing other stuff, but no, this is not him. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, not what the, is it? it, it, it you know. So, a lot of the other characters in the show, like there's yeah. the Fel, there's the... Bar, old man something. Old I man, forgot. old man. I can't remember. Old, I can't remember. They call him old man something. I something. Forgot. But he's, he's I cool. I like him. He's cool. I like Base him. Base man. Um, and Felt's cool. I like Felt. Uh, she's the pro- she's, pro- she's probably the most most like in like most vivid character in terms of like oh, yeah. realization. She just says what she wants. She's she does have she does simple... feel like a street urchin that yeah. hates society. And you can get what she you can get why she's like that, especially from her expression with Subaru. That yeah. is very good. But also I feel like she does suffer from the anime thing of like say say stuff, be silent for five minutes, say stuff, you know, you know, bouncing back and forth in the court. I think she sure. loses a lot of characterization there. But, you know, that's just to do with how anime how anime generally works with that kind of thing. Um There's the whole stuff with the butler. I love I the, like butler. the butler. I, I'll be honest. I have a soft spot. I've got a bit of the girl of pleasure with the backstory with his wife and like the sword master stuff yeah. with the whale and the backstory. That's really cool. I, I really like that. I don't know. That's the one scene I remember because I watched ReZero back in when it aired. And I remember thinking about ReZero and the only thing I could really remember other than like the main plot of him turning to death. But is that scene? with him talking to his wife in like the old plane on the ruins mm. and them talking about their different philosophies and sword fighting and fighting i love that scene i thought it was really cool yeah however i do feel like the butler should have probably died in the fight yeah with the uh, or at least died with the against the bishop or something like that um, I think the bishop would have been a bit sad because he's just finished his life goal yeah. to only just get killed by a character that gets killed. Yes. Um, Although I, I can thought, understand. I thought he was going to die at multiple points, and I was like, oh, but you know what? They don't do it, and that's probably because they got stuff in store for him, and actually, not too close oh, to that. Yeah. All right. So, 
I think that's it for the characters that stick out. Um, there's Reinhardt, and there's the other knight that Subaru befriends, but honestly, yes. they're just as boring as each other. The one detail I like with Reinhardt, though, is that there's... And I, and I actually got this from the Mother's Basement video. But there's the uh, whale song in his in his theme, which is actually really cool. cool. That's that cool awesome. Um, aside from that, pretty, pretty boring. <laughs> um... <laughs> I feel like I, I do like the small amount of character development the other knight gets. I forgot his name. I think it's actually I'm not even going to I try can't it. remember. I didn't even know it when I was watching the series. But, um, <laughs> I am terrible with character names. When he fucking hates Subaru and they have that massive fight, but then he kind of just goes, "You know what? You're not as bad as I assumed you were." And they kind of befriend each other. Subaru is still immature as all hell and hates him, and it still annoys me. But I do like that little. Because it does show that Subaru is very immature, and these people are people, and they are adults, they are knights, and they are more mature than the main character. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a little rant about character names, because this is a very particular thing. I, do, I, I did not have a problem with it, but I understand. This is like a general fantasy thing. I just hate names that are just syllables. So if it's Squigglegoth, or like, you know, if it's just, if you just name fantasy things by just kind of coming up with a load of syllables and stringing them together and it doesn't really have any kind of meaning to it um that's because i'm a, a i mean lot, i enjoy i'm a large proponent of grounded fantasy um and i think this series kind of suffers like you, it's not it's, awful, it's not though, awful it's not yeah. bad and i quite like some of the stuff um I, I like some of the names some of them are cool but some of them are just a bit like estrella and i like the estrella stuff yeah like it just sounds like i can understand that it's a bit high fantasy sort of yeah that may just yeah. be, it may just be meaning a lot mean a lot like in high fantasy and this series is quite high fantasy particularly when it comes to magic which we haven't mentioned but honestly the show doesn't really at all um, it doesn't it, really it, matter there's, there's, it's, there's it's, that more, it's more just plot devices um yeah that's how one up. scene in, I, yeah in the mansion art where it's all like, oh, i'm void type magic or darkness well, we can just... talk we can talk about that with the world building that's definitely foreshadowing yeah. but I won't um, talk more than that. So that's I just find them a bit. Some so I think names can be important to set tones, to set expectations, and to portray an idea. So you can give someone a sinister name, and you know that can be that can be a really interesting thing. But equally, I I, I appreciate that some people just name things differently. I imagine but that's I a like problem. A, I don't think a majority of anime viewers will. Yeah, but that is because I'm a fancy nerd, and uh, you know. Although I'm, as as someone who has watched a lot of East Guy and has watched a lot of fantasy, it is very hard to remember names in this show. Yes, because there it are is. A, a lot of characters that are introduced and then are referenced, which by their by just... their name, and you're like, oh, who's yeah. that? And then they show up, and you're like, oh, them. <laughs> but I, I, I feel am, like I if you're into names. the show, you won't mind. If you like the light novels, they're probably screaming at us because the names probably aren't that hard. Yeah, I mean, but as... when you read them, I, when you read names in books. 100% that is much better for me. Um, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people could relate to that. Of just if you read it, if you read a name, it's a lot easier to remember than if you just hear it. Um, but yeah, and I prefer it when names have a bit of weight to them rather than just being syllables. But you know, th th this series is nowhere near as bad as some other series that I. Yeah, I, f I feel like if if you don't, if you haven't watched that many fantasy and you haven't watched that many isekai, and you're quite energetic to watch one you won't find the names too yeah, hard to it's remember fine. it's fine it's more of a problem with people who have watched loads and end up just end up putting characters in different universes and stuff which i know <laughs> yeah. what i've done all right so last thing we want to talk about was the world building wasn't it and yeah one thing 
I've heard this world building has been praised quite a lot. Um, specifically, specifically the actual world and its history. And apparently there's a lot you can deep dive into, which I will give my thoughts on later. <laughs> but that's 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 a little basis for like, I've heard it's really good. And I heard that after I watched the series and I was kind of like, sure, okay. I wasn't really in the, the show. The stuff they have is good. Yeah. Especially in the it first episode. More. It needs more. Yeah, it needs more. If, if you, and, and I can tell there's a lot of work, work that's going into portraying the world and making it quite rich particularly in terms of um, the kind of senses between the characters and the tensions between people. I think it's, especially in the first couple episodes when there's muggers and there's um, slums there's that... and there's the actor and there's like the, the, the assassinations that are going on with like the, um, uh, the agent that comes in and kills Subaru and Emilia. That's cool. That's like some fun world building, but it's not really touched on again. Um, this, yeah, it feels like a thing where you have to be reminded that it exists. It's not, it doesn't feel prevalent. Like, I'm going to mention the first episode a lot, because it does feel very prevalent in the first episode, more than any other of the episodes of the show, where the will-building does feel relevant. Uh, an example of what I mean by, like, you are reminded is the scene with Rem, I think it's Rem, talking to Subaru, uh, like, teaching him how to write, and they tell him the stories, and then he obviously learns yes. to read them and stuff. Yeah, And they're obviously semi-true basis and it's like the first time you're introduced to the witch and it's very i like the scene yeah but it's touched on it happens and it's only mentioned because you remember it it'd be cool if he called back to it or if there was some other stuff that talked about it i imagine yeah. it will messing in season two and it probably is done there in the line novel or in whatever medium if you're a fan of it you'll love it it just doesn't feel there is the main issue I have. Not much of it. Mm. Um, and you know what? I want to see the world. Um, but I think some subtle, some more subtle stuff could be introduced, like people talking about, you know, maybe drop in some lines about other kingdoms or, you know, if you want to set up other stuff in the series, I think, you know, I, and, you know, that's that, that can be quite ivory tower. You know, we're talking from an ivory tower, but I think particularly the world building stuff because from experience when I've, because I, I obviously, I, I say obviously, <laughs> I host d and I really enjoy doing that. And I enjoy doing some world building, but I can appreciate how nice it is to just be able to tell a story and not worry about connecting it to the larger world, just kind of doing it ad hoc, um, mm. especially in the early stages or something when you haven't really got stuff solidified. Um, so I can appreciate that, and it, and it might not be for everybody. Um, so one thing I did want to say is that a lot of people point to the world and say, hey... Um, the world's really good, and I'm like, okay, fair enough, but it's in the book, but it's in, like, not the books, the light novels, but, like, in other light novel series, and in world books, and stuff like that, and I I don't think that's a valid thing of saying, hey, you should watch, Ari, you should watch Ari Zero for the world, no, you shouldn't, you should read the books for the world, that's like saying, um, you should watch Star Wars for the universe, um, which is true, because you should, watch, if you want to watch Star Wars for the universe, you can, RE0 does not have the richness and depth that you can just see on dis on open display in Star Wars. In Star Wars you can see different alien races, you can see different you can see different planets, um, people drop references to different things, and often Lucas didn't know what they meant, but he dropped them in to give the world that depth and that richness of yeah. it felt like a galaxy you were in and just seeing a corner of. RE0 doesn't really have that, but it, it still has the expanded universe. So with Star Wars you were hooked on like, It's touched oh, on, but it yeah, just doesn't... Like, Oh, uh, it's on uh, the rebel base is on, um, and I forget what the place is called. So, so when you blow up Alderaan, you're like, oh crap, that's a planet. What what went on that planet? Or like, um, 
what do the rebels do between episode four and five and five and six you know um who's this character what do they do you know you can read into that and then there's books and there's stuff and there's mainly wikipedia you can dive into and i feel like ra zero does not have those hooks you know um and it doesn't it doesn't really integrate itself you have to be interested in the you have world to be interested in the already show. yeah um and you have to be easily coxed over into interest if yeah. you don't if you're impartial or if you actually just don't really care that much ReZero offers you no reason to ever look past what it I gives think, you as yeah. the world and I, th- well, I mean there are some people who appreciate it but i feel like those are people who have read the light novels and i feel like the light novels must have done a better job um which is not a criticism of the um uh, of the of the series itself that's just like a hey, maybe the adaptation should have been better but um so do you want to move on to, to alternatives? alterations yeah or alternatives. alterations sure okay so i think that we should we should go up the back of that world building thing improve the world building put in a i bit feel more like su- yeah. put in a bit more subtle stuff you came with a really cool example so i think with the scene with crucial just like the green-haired military leader which he is there should have been maybe just a scene where she's in the background or just for a few parts where she's going through military plans or like even just a map of the country because i unless there is and i'm just not really remembering we don't even really know the geography of this area we just know there's stuff there not really like, there yeah. is and it would have been cool that if that was introduced earlier we could have one mention of like the whale or like the different armies of how the people from who are going for the royal cabinet are moving around their troops and seeing more of the landscape and the overall feel of it but there just really isn't that there and you definitely could have just incorporated a scene with just really easy world building Mm. and it would have made me so much more invested in her character as well as in the world yeah just overall could have had more subtle ideas like that that could have just been introduced and like the rem telling him this book story if it had more of that i'd be so invested in the world but the moment it just feels like stuff is mentioned that is just like oh yeah that exists it's mm. not really i mean if you've ever watched made in abyss because i'll use that as an example i know you haven't watched it there is clearly life there that you can notice in your corner of your eyes that is never really mentioned until it comes in to become relevant but it it, it doesn't none of the creatures that exist feel like an ass pool like in this show where these monsters and villains just they're not mentioned until they're there yeah that's my main problem that was a bit of a long antidote but i feel like that's a good comparison all right so um yeah i think the world needs to be improved at least if it's if it's going to be a main draw of the series it needs to be improved um and additionally another tweak i would suggest is tightening up the show cut some episodes or like at least cut some time i wouldn't say cut entire episodes but like make things less drag less i think because it does suffer with it and it's not the pacing yeah does the pacing's a bit slow um there's a lot of scenes where subaru's doing subaru stuff and it's like we know subaru does subaru stuff we've seen so much of it can we have a little bit more focus on other characters that maybe subaru's just in the scene so, like, for example, you know when they're, like, cooking? Yeah. And it's obviously, haha, Subaru can't do anything. And then there's the, like, the difference between the fact that one is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need that re- reiterated that many times. I understand it's relevant because of the horn stuff later on. Mm-hmm. But it would have been interesting to see them just discussing the politics of the world. Or the geography. It's like, oh, did you hear about the 
the whole or, beast that sh showed up. Yeah, or like Lord Rod Lord Roswell wishes to deliver a message to this person or this person. Yeah, you know, just kind of like idle chat of servant, like downstairs, Downton Abbey kind of chat, which could be interesting. Um, and that's just yeah, and there's just stuff like that which you don't even have, you can either just cut the scene or just make just stop reiterating points that we already know. Yeah. All right. Um, and the last thing I wanted to suggest was more effort into court politics. Is there more of a we would want to change the whole court scene? Is yeah. our biggest overhaul that change. entire scene, if not remove it, um, do something different with it. Um, I think we've kind of already gone over a lot of the stuff we wanted to do, like add more consequence. Yeah. Um, but particularly one idea we had, which was if I, if, if if I may say it, um, that was to have him killed. He doesn't. Well, he... he doesn't use return by death in court in the court arc, and it wouldn't it be no, wouldn't it be interesting for him to like keep that theme running through, and he ends up being executed because he mouthed off to a knight or, imper or impersonated a knight. Like he could have just been executed, like executed after that scene. Like I know, like an assassin, a royal assassin, just bumping off for yeah. being a dickhead. Yeah, I know something that's him being a knight, but there's a reason that he doesn't happen. Yeah, or, so, or we know, have someone... to go through. Some... All of the scene, yeah, with him just later rounding on, off <laughs> to get killed, and then another scene later on for then the witch cult to get introduced, to then him get killed, to then be able to fix his relationships again. Yeah, like you could have just separated the two, where you could have made him sort out all of the relationships, or just made him understand that he doesn't, he can't be a dingus in this universe by getting him killed, executed, yeah. and thrown at whatever. It'd be cool if like he he said he was he was a knight, and then someone's like, well, I've never heard of you, and. These are these are the main knights of the these are the yeah. knights, so they would take their position very seriously. And if someone's impersonating one of them, it's a crime punishable by death. So he he says, "Well, surely if you're a knight, then you'll you'll be versed in the art of swordplay, won't you?" Gives him a sword, and then he just has him kill, and then he just kills him. You know, one of the you know you could have one of the one of the more stuck up knights do that. Um, and, and they tried to do that with the with the fight. But it's just, that's just that, but that's like a that's I thought nah I don't like that. I feel like that <laughs> if a, they're yeah. going to add that, they should have gone it all the way and just got him killed there. Yeah, and he could that he can then learn his lesson of like I've got to be more careful. And it's also he has like, the potential for character for Subaru to go through character development to maybe get like I don't know, less egotistical but more respectful of the world. Like even if there is he can injustice. still say an egotist, but he can he can yeah. learn that yeah he can't change the world. He's just one <laughs> random bum essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and also kind of maybe, I I I've kind of cooled on the idea of adding in actual court politics, but maybe kind of add in a little bit of stuff that introduces tension between the candidates because come on, there's going to be tension between them. Of it's there it's is. not going to be them making pithy pithy statements at each other. They like there's no way one of them is not going to get bumped off. It, like you know, most of them will probably get bumped off. You know, it's. It, can't, it doesn't feel like if you're dead. Like, if anyone's, I'm reading a little bit of Kingdom at the moment, but there's definitely threat from the other people that are going. Because if you've read Kingdom or you know about Kingdom, you'll know what I mean. Where everyone that wants to have that throne, there is so much like inner conflict, inner turmoil, like fights, assassins, all these people getting sent around. But there's just none of that, and I, I understand that's just because it's the introduction, which is another problem I have with it. But it's such even, a big even... event. Yeah, it is, feels so enclosed. Feels so Skyrim. Is, yeah, it, like this is meant to be the biggest event in the country for years. This is the new king getting the the start of this new race starting. Like this should be 
massive celebrations on the street almost like huge but it's just like ah we're going in for another meeting with the elders it doesn't feel this is them in being introduced and it doesn't do anything to set up any potential future cop politics you know it'll just be there it'll just happen really there won't be any tensions there's, there's not really any t- well there is tensions but it's just them saying mean words at each other it's just like it's like it's like a lot of high school students just saying things at each other it's not interesting at all it's just them being yeah it doesn't feel as serious as the world wants it to be yeah it's kind of the area well, i think they need to improve on that i don't know how they do that though um yes yeah, it's, 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 awful. it's not awful particularly because, it does what it needs to do yeah it does what it's it not do. awful but equally it's really boring and i feel like it devalued the world in especially because for a series that's supposed to be touted on how well its world is and how nice its world is yeah so yeah all right so, so that, that's kind of what we wanted to say do you want to go been going for an hour and a quarter <laughs> okay, well we can we'll, we'll cut things. Yeah. In conclusion, so yeah, as a as a nice little conclusion, we'll bring it to a close here. Yeah, I personally think it's an extremely interesting isekai, which isekai, which the quality of it is so varied between arc to arc, and my enjoyment of it is a bit of a roller coaster, <laughs> and I feel like it has potential, special, and it does deliver on that potential in the first couple of um, episodes to be absolutely incredible at what it wants to do and the writer clearly has the potential to do it i just wish it was handled with a little bit more care in some places mm. well for me i thought overall it was a show that had a lot of potential like a lot of potential especially like you said in the first couple of episodes but it just gets that potential gets buried in detritus and occasionally you'll see it and go oh that's really cool you know with some of the animation the whale fights mm. and we haven't really touched on the animation but it's kind of bleh like it's, I, it's, it's not. Good, it's good. Like, but I, I'm not really an animation person, and it didn't stand out to me as a particularly big style. But it was, a, it was a bit yeah. dark in modern in shade. anime. Yeah, but it's not awful. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it, yeah. and I'm sure no one really will. Yeah. I, um, but uh, you know, you occasionally saw this potential surface. Um, but I see why people really enjoy it, and I get why. Oh, and yeah, there's definitely. some stuff. There's a lot of those problems I have are just my problems for me. Um, so I feel a few tweaks hit my time up here and there while maintaining what people liked, um, particularly in terms of pacing and, you know, maybe um, tweaking a few of the social interactions, adding in a few scenes here with characters to, like, particularly Amelia, to give them a little bit more depth. Um, but yeah. still, I want to give season two a shot. And, you know, I, I do unjustly bash the show because I think it can be quite funny to bash. But... I can't deny it's actually not pretty. It's not that bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, we have fo- we have focused a lot of in this podcast talking about the negatives because the positives are there. You watch it and you know. And I know we talk we talk about the match art a lot, but there are good points of this show in all over the series, yeah, even yeah, yeah. towards the last episode. And I'd recommend this show to someone who really wants. Yeah. So we're we're, we're no matter what the yeah. show is, one of the little things we want to do is we want to try and create a straw man that will be the perfect person to enjoy the show. This could be pretty normal, or it could be very weird. If it's a bad show, tough luck. We would have come up with a bet with a with a straw man for that show. Yeah, we'll um, find someone we'll who will find, enjoy so it. We got to we got to come up with someone who would enjoy it. So I personally would recommend this to someone who loves their isekai, loves their fantasy, but is bored with the same repetitive stuff that gets released every anime season. Like everyone's seen the MILs with. Like anime milf in fucking anime. Milfsukai, which was yeah, yeah. Uh, slime. And I know the slime was all right, but 
it's that sort of stuff where it's just gimmick, but the gimmick doesn't really exist that much other than the main character. Yeah. In some cases, where this does the gimmick well and it does isekai well. Mm. That's what I'll say. Yeah. I think it's only wanting for a change of pace with isekai, or indeed something that's just a little bit different. Um, with some interesting mystery. Um, you know, it's it's quite a broad appeal, and it's worth it's worth watching anyway, just for the for the discourse. Um, so if you enjoy engaging in anime conversation, um, I think you'll you would definitely enjoy the yeah. show. But also, it's gonna you're gonna get a lot more enjoyment out of discussing it as well because there is a lot to discuss. This show is definitely worth watching if you talk a lot in the anime scene, or because oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, if you talk a lot in the anime scene, you probably already watched it. But if you do want to kind of get into talking into that again, discussing, mm. it's worth watching the show along with like a couple, like a load of others. But this is one of those shows that gets talked about a lot. All right, sounds good. So, would uh, you, would you recommend any other shows similar to ReZero? You think? Uh, or there's shows oh, that uh, I didn't think about that. Re- um, I, know, I only bring that up because I was thinking about the Maiden Abyss comparisons with the world building. I feel like if you like okay. the sort of niche world building that ReZero kind of touches on, but you wish it was just more of a focus, go watch Maiden Abyss. Yeah. Have you watched Log Horizon? I haven't, but okay. I know of it. I have heard good things about Light. Now, this is a caveat that I have not. Uh, we'll come up with one. That we can do one recommendation each. But my recommendation is probably going to be Log Horizon because I've watched the first three, four episodes of that. And this is going to go with the caveat that I haven't watched much of it. But from what I've seen, it seems to focus a lot on interpersonal rea- uh, uh, interactions between the characters and kind of reacting to stuff. And it does place a focus on the game and the game rules. Yeah, because it, it's um, a bit of an SEO, isn't it? Yeah, it was SEO before SEO was a thing, really. Um, and it's it's got a good, good bit of mystery to it, and it's something I need to go back and watch. Um, but that is a tentative recommendation. Uh, okay. Mainly because you put me on the spot. But... <laughs> Hey, hey. Well, I hope you've agreed, yes. which you definitely haven't. Um, and if you have any big, like, questions or things that you we want us you want us to be more clear on, or if you just straight up disagree with us, I am I am ecstatic, and we, I would we, love we, we to read hear, any. Like, this is a discussion. This show is all about a discussion. Mm. And I'm if you I'm feel like opinions. we've, if you feel like we've made the worst hot take on Earth and said re-zero. The masterpiece, in your opinion, is garbage. Uh, happy to tell us why I'm wrong. Happy to tell I'm us happy why we're I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to read comments. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed yes, the first episode of Garbage Anime Opinions. <laughs> we're looking to. Do, we don't know what we're going to do next. We're not. We don't know what we're going to do for next time. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've got really big plans. I really want to do Full Metal Alchemist versus Full Metal Brotherhood because yes. I think that's I need such to still an watch that show because I watched that show. <laughs> And that's the reason why, because I can force this guy to watch it. Yep. Alright, well, uh... Well, I'm, see you I'm next time. Uh, hopefully see you next time. Definitely um, see you next time. Yeah, well, uh, see you. So bye from me. Boy.